Welcome to Bite-Sized Agency Briefs, a webinar series that packs a ton of important agency information on one topic from one expert into a 25-minute brief. Why 25 minutes? Because who has the attention span for much more these days? And you can squeeze in a listen between meetings with time for a bathroom break or coffee refill before your next meeting. Thanks for tuning in. This is Bite-Sized Agency Briefs. I'm your host, Steve Guberman from the Agency Outsight, where I work with agency owners to help them turn their agency into the agency they always dreamt about. I'm here with my good friend, Jolbert Abraham from AGM, a LinkedIn training firm based out of Kearney, New Jersey, but we all know Jobert as the LinkedIn guy. Jobert, thanks for joining me, brother. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Not as, not as excited as I am, because as you know, we were chatting before I hit the record button, this is a long time coming. Um, I've known Jobert for many, many years. He is yeah. <laughs> in, in the physical and digital circle, the LinkedIn guy, the people that we all turn to, like, how do we win on LinkedIn? And so uh, I'm excited to kind of dig into what you do um, uh -huh. and, and how agency owners can kind of benefit from that, leverage some of that into both the success of their agencies, but also some of their clients. Um, so like, first of all, post-pandemic, everybody jumped to LinkedIn to do their marketing. There was no more in-person stuff. Spammers on LinkedIn are, you know, coming out of the woodwork. What's what is like the state of the union with LinkedIn as far as using it for outreach, using it for LinkedIn, for, for marketing? Like what's going on there? Um, it's a lot going on, right? Like you mentioned, there's a lot of spammers on there, but there's also a lot of opportunity because uh, since a lot of people are doing it wrong, guess what? The people that are doing it right are more welcoming. And also one thing that LinkedIn has going on right now is they're releasing new products. Like they have the LinkedIn audio that's in beta testing, similar to like Clubhouse. Uh, I don't okay. have it yet, but some of my peers and colleagues that has it, it's an amazing way to build relationship on audio and people are loving it. I have a few of my peers that are testing it right now and it's, it's working really well because they can draw in a specific type of audience um, that gets to hear their voice and they have a full conversation. So it's like a mini conference on audio. So that's going well. Then you have LinkedIn Live, which is also picking up. Uh, more pretty new too, right? Going, yeah. You know, a couple of years new, but uh, more people are literally um, jumping on live and, and just having conversations and so forth. So in the content realm, it's great. In the advertising realm, it's even better. Um, I think there's a lot of opportunity ad space, especially for agency owners. And a lot of them are not taking advantage of it because a lot of people don't fully understand it. Then the third piece is when there's a lot of people doing one thing, you do the opposite, right? So if everybody just spamming everyone saying you can get leads, you can do this, you can do that, don't do it, <laughs> right. right? Focus on narrow down your niche and the people you want to work with and build that customized approach. So I think because there's a lot of spammers that create even more opportunity for everybody else who know what they're doing. Yeah. How has, I mean, well, not how, but have the targeting tools gotten better in LinkedIn? I know they've always been pretty good, but have they gotten more specific? Yeah. I think, um, especially on sales navigator, uh, the targeting has gotten much better because you can target people by not just by company size and zip code, but, the company that just got funding in the past 12 months. So a really good gem for agency owners, right? If 
they're looking to work with tech startups that has money that raise capital. You can run a LinkedIn targeting search using Sales Navigator and Spotlight and be able to identify companies that got funded in the past 12 months. All of a sudden, you have you know, 100, 200 company within your state that's yeah. been funded. And you, know, you could see how much money they got funded for, who is the, on the board, who is the founder. That's opportunity right there. Yeah, I mean, I, I've loved, I can't even tell you for how long, utilizing the search feature. I mean, you've helped me a million times. Here's how you hone in. And not even like, hey, I know this person, but I know that you know this person. And, yes. and the ability to say, hey, can you introduce me? Uh, I think people are still not you know, leveraging the ability to ask for an introduction as much as they should. Um, but so, so anybody doing outreach at an agency level, they should have access to sales navigator. They should have the, the premium access. It's a no brainer right there. Yeah. I mean, think about it. You missing out on so much money for right for 99 bucks a month. Come on now. Like yeah. you could literally one client can pay for sales navigator times 10. <laughs> right? Or, or you're so, not, just not charging enough, but yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah. Right. So I think that tool alone is a good starting point, right? Because uh, one thing you can do heavy on LinkedIn is putting out content, which I think a lot of agency owners don't do. Mm -hmm. uh, because if you have a specific skill set, let's say you own an SEO agency, you should be putting out content around SEO. Uh, either you or someone in your team, if you're a big agency, should be that champion or that influencer within right. your organization that is putting out content on SEO consistently to enhance not just their personal brand, but the overall company brand. Um, yeah. So that's a good way to draw people in. But if you're not doing that, then Sales Navigator is another way to zone in on who you want to build a relationship with. All right. But so two different strategies there. One is publishing content, become that thought leader, become an expert in whatever you practice. That only gets seen by people that are my first degree connection. So how do I get that content, my, my level of expertise, visible to my second and third degree connection? So good point. Um, if the content, one, it has to be quality, right? You can't okay. be putting crappy content. <laughs> Because a lot of people think, you know, I'm just going to throw something up there that yep. I put on TikTok and it's going to do well. Once Different in a blue moon, that can happen. But you got to think about who's your audience. What's the mindset on LinkedIn, right? People come on LinkedIn for career advancements, education, and networking. So yep. that's kind of like the core reason. So if they want to learn, right, you got to be able to share something that's valuable. So that's one but then it's also how you structure your content. Some content mm -hmm. do well on LinkedIn better than others. One of the content that do really well is people need to get to know you, not just on a professional level, but on a deeper personal level. Sometimes sharing that personal story, what you learned by running an agency for 10 years, right? Yeah. What you learned about the first person you fired from your agency, right? Like those <laughs> little details, people yeah. love that type of content. And that's a good way for people to get to know you on a personal level. Then you can also share some of the more um, agency knowledge-based content you have. So that way they get to know you on the business level as well. Yeah. Because at the end, all you're trying to do is create trust. So that's one strategy, right? The content and to get out of, you know, just the first degree network, you got to be able to not only make sure the content is great, but how you structure it, right? Are you doing images? Are you doing carousel? Are you doing polls? Polls to me is 
on fire right now. All right, so so I can pu publish content, good quality content, which mm -hmm. is more than just don't use Comic Sans or or you know crappy fonts, but quality content, my experience, um, break into some authenticity, let people get to know who yeah. I am as an agency owner, what we do, why we do it, why we only work with this sector or whatever, um, get people commenting, and then and then with the sales navigator part of it finding these people, finding the people that I want to work with. I mean, I'm not just going to hit them with a message. Hey, hire me. Like what? Yeah, what some, don't do that. They can do there. So really good tip for everyone is leverage the engagement approach, right? So all those people, maybe they're a marketing director or um, CFO or CMO at a larger company or a smaller company, whichever. Um, you can look using Sales Navigator who posted in the past 30 days, right? tap into that that's a start commenting very, on their stuff yeah commenting I'll, I'll give you a quick tip like what we do here is we literally uh the baseline is we got i have to do at least 10 comments a week minimum on uh, on linkedin right so at least twice a week i'm commenting on people's content and we're talking potential clients partners and peers the reason for that is, is it create additional visibility and also it's another way to create that trust factor. So instead of just hit them up with a connection invitation, um, you know, that templated message, start by commenting on their posts two to three times so they can see your name more often. And you'll see some of them and go and look at your profile. When did you do that? Boom, you got them. They're you curious. Know, now, they want to know who you are. Yeah. It makes you tick. So get They're a conversation like, going. Exactly. Yeah. So, so is it too creepy to say, Hey, Joel Bear, I saw you look at my profile. I'd love to connect with you. Like, that's not too creepy because they know that we know, right? Yeah, well, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> so what I would say instead is more like, um, Joel Bear, I love your recent post about, uh, you know, XYZ. Uh, I, I love the way which you write about all the time. Would love to connect. Are you open to that? Yeah. And something that simple, right? It's, I mentioned the post and it's more personalized. So it's hard to do at scale. But if you're looking at, hey, I'm an agency owner. I don't need a thousand clients. I just yeah. need, you know, five to 10 clients a month. Well, guess what? You can, you just got to customize your messaging uh, to specific people. And guess what? Not all of them going to get back to you. So be open and be aware of that, right? Yeah. A lot of folks will reach out to two or three people that say, well, those three, three people didn't get back to me. Did you Hanging follow up? up? I mean, it didn't life work. happens. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> you know, life happens. Yeah. So you got to have some form of follow-up system set up um, yeah. so you can stay on their radar. So so let me ask you about that because I play with a bunch of tools and I know uh, there are, you know, CRMs you can use. There's automation tools. There's messaging tools. There's funnel tools. And, you know, LinkedIn cracks down on these and shuts yes. people's profiles down. Like, what's your experience slash, you know, I don't want to say opinion, but truly your experience here. What, yeah, what so be using? I go against 99% of a lot of LinkedIn experts, right? Because a lot mm -hmm. of LinkedIn experts will say, don't use automation. It's bad for TES. Yes, 90% automation are bad. But there's some of them that are good, right? It's really how the user is using it. It's not the tool, it's the person. So it's really got to be planned out and thought out. So to me, I am pro-automation if it's done right. I mean, we leverage right. automation for all of our clients, specifically for ads. 
Like we have LinkedIn ads that's running and then we have text automation that goes to any leads that come in. We have email automation that goes to them. So automation to me is good in the right hand. <laughs> it's dangerous otherwise. And listen, I'm that's all it. for systems. I'm all for automation. My fear, hesitation is always LinkedIn's watching. People account do get shut down, but yeah. there's ways. Uh, and I'm not saying that for you to go and just take advantage of the system. I'm saying that for you to just be aware, right? If you're in a situation where your account got shut down, uh, yeah. you just got to reach out to the right people and show them, hey, you know, here's why I'm not going to do this anymore, et cetera, to make sure that things goes the right way. But it, it happens. Yeah. So, all right. So agencies absolutely be using LinkedIn Navigator with the right strategy and with enough precaution, automation for business development. Um, talk about advertising, the state of advertising, mm -hmm. because it was early on unaffordable. It was ridiculously priced. Is it more attainable for agencies, whether for themselves or for their clients? Is it something that they should be building in? And like, who's, who's the right people that should be advertising on LinkedIn? Um, to me, if you're an agency doing less than 10K a month, I wouldn't look at ads right now, right? I would say focus more on building the organic side, building the outreach, you know, increase your pricing, uh, set up your system a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And then once you pass that 10, 15K a month, then you can start allocating May, uh, to as a test. First, you got to test it, right? Allocating about 1,000 to 1,500 to do a very sample test and then to really ramp it up at two grand, 2,500. So a lot of folks will say LinkedIn is expensive. It is very expensive if you don't know what you're doing, right? You're, <laughs> you know, you could, I'm dead serious because yeah. if you don't know what you're doing, uh, you know, you could go on LinkedIn, you run an ad and all of a sudden you spend $500 in less than 30 seconds. You're like, what's going on? This is, you know, I don't know. Right. Because you don't know what you're doing. So first yeah. I will seek out a mentor or someone that can help you teach you what to do with ads so that you know exactly what you're doing and make sure you add a level where you can sustain it. Right. So it's not something where you're going to just throw five hundred dollars in there and said, oh, let's see if I get a client so I can continue, which is what a lot of people do. It, it doesn't work like that way. And ninety nine percent of the time you don't succeed. And then mm -hmm. you're like, oh, LinkedIn ads don't work. No, your strategy didn't work. <laughs> right. So, all right. So you mentioned find a mentor or somebody that can train you. Talk about the training that you guys do and what does that look like for an agency? So an agency owner um, that wants to work with us, we have two ways, right? We have the done with you program and done for you. The done with you is basically holding their hands and really teach them how to set up their ads from creating a plan, strategy, copy, creative, offer, collateral, um, automation system, because I strongly believe in having systems set up, help them do all that by walking them through it through our program, the Done With mm -hmm. You program. And by the end of the first month, they should already have their ads up and running and start generating leads. By month two and three, it should be full-fledged. And now they should be having meetings in the calendar, um, either even closing deals. We had an agency owner that closed deals with us within the first week of getting his campaign wow. up. And 12 yeah. grand, right? So it's not bad. <laughs> well, yeah, listen, if the targeting is right, the messaging is right, if you're not selling directly and you're looking to open doors and have conversations, and, and it's like any other getting yeah. in front of somebody opportunity, if the timing is right, 
I'm in the need. Oh, there's this agency. That's yeah, it. I need a new web guy or whatever. Boom. So magic can that's happen. It. So there you go. You so, know. all right. So that's done with you. Done for you is they just turn it all over to you and you guys. That's you know, it. it. We have a team that will, from a media buyer to designer to editor, um, that will literally set up the whole thing and manage it you know so not only you have your ads running you're able to get leads but before we do that one thing that we recommend is you have some form of nurturing system set up right because not all the leads gonna become clients right away like you know 97 percent of the leads doesn't become client they just want right. to get to know you so be able to have some form of nurturing process that you can take them through so mm -hmm. that you know over time, they're raising their hands that they're interested to do business with you. Um, although we're gonna, the goal for us when we do our done for you is not just set up and run the ads, but our main goal is to book you meetings. So we have yeah. someone that is following up with all the leads and ask them if they're interested in a consultation session with you. So that's our big differentiator is from lead to meetings. Okay, interesting. So not just, you know, who's your target audience? What are we saying? What are we selling? But let's get some meetings on the calendar so that the agency themselves, the biz dev person, the owner, whoever yeah. can start having those conversations. And then the people that are not the right fit, they go into their funnel and they're doing drip exactly. campaigns. They're doing ongoing front of front of mind conscious. Yeah. Stay top uh, of content. mind. Yeah. You know, because guess what? Like uh, that happens to us too, right? We have mm -hmm. a bunch because we generate between a hundred to 200 leads a month for ourselves, right? So we're wow. not a, a company that says, oh, we're going to do all this, but we don't do it for ourselves. A lot of yeah, people yeah. do that. <laughs> so um, we do that and not all of them turn into clients, right? So a very small percentage turn into clients, but what happened is over the months that we're nurturing them into our email sequence, because we email them every week. Um, some people raise their hand, like earlier today, I got an email, someone said I'm interested. So now I'm going to, send them a calendar invite and book a meeting, right? Yeah. So you're going to get those residue when the person is ready, when the timing is right, but you got to yeah. stay in front of them. And that's the biggest problem that's killing a lot of agency. It's not there is a lack of leads. It's really a lack of attention, right? Not enough people know you. Not enough people know you have a business that yeah. X, Y, Z. So, yeah. you know. I'm always amazed. Listen, I, I'm in New Jersey. I think I know every agency owner in New Jersey. I stumbled upon an agency from Scotch Plains, which is 30 minutes from me today. They got eight eight people. That's a decent sized agency. It's, yeah, you know, nice. It, it's a mid sized small agency. So maybe mm -hmm. they're making seven fifty, a hundred, you know, a million a year. Yeah. How do I not know about them? And their job isn't to find me. My job is to find them. Find, but, exactly. But, but use that use case for any other B two B B two you know industry. I'm looking for this kind of a company, you oh, know, yeah. and there's no excuse to not know them. But then once you do know them, yeah, stay front of mind, have content that you're putting out on a regular, be the experts. Absolutely. Interview brilliant guys like yourself. Yeah. Thank you. I'm not that yeah. brilliant, but <laughs> I learned through experience. Modest as well. So, all right, I want to <laughs> switch hats on you real quick. And I want to throw into some rapid fire questions before we oh. come out to the end. And they're not really Let's rapid fire, so don't be nervous. But all right. So the first is, other than move out of state, what was the craziest thing that you did during pandemic? Oh, I got married. <laughs> <laughs> Does your wife know that it was the craziest thing you did? Not yet. <laughs> you know? No, but we had an amazing wedding on um, on Zoom. We had 70 people from four different countries that attended oh, our wedding. Wow. 
That's it was beautiful. amazing. Yeah, I was so happy. No one has to be there. It's just me and my wife. Yeah. And, you know, it was awesome. <laughs> but think about it. If if it wasn't pandemic, the the idea wouldn't have been let's do it on Zoom. It would have been, oh, you just exactly. can't be there. Sorry, you missed out a great yeah. party, you know? So yeah. yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Interesting. Well, congratulations or mazel tov, Thank as my you. people say. Uh, <laughs> a book or a podcast that you're really into right now? Mm, podcasts. Uh, so I'll be biased if I said my podcast, right? Small Which is, tips. listen, it's awesome. I, it's showing up in all my <laughs> content feeds these days. So I love it. Cool, cool. But I'll give you another one. I'm really, uh, I really enjoy these guys. They're called Social Proof. Okay. Uh, they're also based out here in Atlanta. Um, I love their podcast because they always bring someone in business in a niche that I never heard before. Like they had somebody in trucking, right? Hmm. Uh, I'm like, wow. And this guy built a multi-million dollar business in trucking. So that wow. was really cool to see that type of thing. So yeah. <laughs> Social proof. All right. What's what's a new um, hobby or obsession or something that you're really into these days? Netflix. <laughs> Netflix. I love watching uh Narcos um oh, so good. shows like yeah. Ozark and yeah, all the narco narcos. I love watching all of those. The, I think yeah. to me, right? It's not business, but to me it's business. Yeah. So <laughs> so good. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Final piece. And this is a heavy hitter. This is something that hopefully people are gonna take a big takeaway from. Most one of the most valuable pieces of business advice that you can give to an agency owner. Very simple. Um, don't be afraid to have a mentor or coach. Um, because one thing I, I notice is a lot of agency owners, you know, they try to figure it out on their own and sometimes just invest in a shortcut. That's the way I see it, right? So if yeah. you can invest on someone like you that can walk them and guide them. Why not? You know what I mean? Yeah. To me, that that's more valuable because it is shortened the learning curve. So I'm always investing in myself. Uh, I've learned that years ago and it's been a blessing. Yeah. I love that. Listen, I'm, I'm a big fan. I had, uh, early, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in everybody needs some kind of a coach or a mentor or a support system. Um, my agency matured the most when I had a coach and mm -hmm. the influence they had on me. And so absolutely, I, I, I agree with that. And I love that. So, um, and I think that also shows a sense of humility that people just need to understand that they need to have these days. So, yes, that's awesome. important. <laughs> well, Joel Bear, I'm super grateful that you took the time to join me on this show. Um, where can people find you? LinkedIn yeah. is one. Instagram is another uh, at Jeff Abe online, Facebook. YouTube. Um, so yeah, all social channels are really good. Or just go to my website, abrahamglobal.com. So I'm always available to help any way possible. Awesome. You're the best, Jobert. I'm grateful for your time today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Thanks again for tuning in to Bite Sized Agency Briefs. As always, if you found value in this episode, chances are someone else will too, so please share it with your network. Also, if you know someone with expert knowledge on a topic that agency owners would love, drop me a note. Let's get them on. Finally, find someone to hug today. <laughs>